This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For the first time since we started the show, someone sent me a tweet, Facebook post with these words, these magical words, cheesy potatoes. All right. On this Thanksgiving Eve, I do love mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. I love dressing. I love the turkey. This is one of my favorite meals of the entire year. Probably is my favorite meal uh, on the entire calendar. Cheesy potatoes. That sounds amazing. I'll take that. (laughs) Take two of those. So if you don't know what my favorite Thanksgiving dish is, you're going to have to check out the latest video version of Ask Amy Anything. Producer Jay also wants me to list the things I'm thankful for this year. So it's a holiday flair. Latest edition of Ask Amy Anything. Yes, we feature my Thanksgiving Fs. Family, friends, food, 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 fun, football, more food, more fun, more football, and more food. <laughs> Not in that order. Just any order works on Thanksgiving, right? So uh, I'm excited to share that video with you. There's also a very special jersey. It's the only jersey I own. It has nothing to do with my rooting interest. I can tell which of you watched the video, which of you didn't. Uh, you're just reacting to the still. There's a story behind the jersey. It's special and it means something. Uh, so you can check that out. Not only can you just go to YouTube and search After Hours with Amy Lawrence, as I've been told, we are the second after hours with to pop up when you start to Google. <laughs> but you get the answers to all of your burning Thanksgiving and holiday questions. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you continue to send your questions and you continue to be curious. Thank you for caring about my life away from this radio studio, because trust me, this is it, it's a mammoth. It's a massive and mammoth and major part of of my life, but it's. Not nearly as significant as the F's that I mentioned, like the fun, like the family, like the friends. I will be doing some Thanksgiving prep and baking on this Wednesday. I imagine many of you will be doing the same. A lot of you traveling, oh, can you imagine the number of cars that are heading for airports right now or that are sitting in traffic or feeling like they're running late already? Tuesday night, Wednesday. Do you know Wednesday is the most heavily traveled day on the entire calendar year? So try not to be stressed. Now, this is coming from the queen of stressful traveling, so I I can't, I'm not judging you. Just try. You'll enjoy it a little more if you don't uh, scream and yell and have road rage like your host does at times. I never use gestures, ever. Never use gestures. 
Because uh, who knows what person is in the car next to you. I also never use bumper stickers. Could you imagine if I had, I, I always do think it's funny when someone has a Jesus fish on their car and then they're screaming and yelling and like flipping people the bird. <laughs> yes, Classic. that's so loving and uh, compassionate of you. <laughs> so I have no bumper stickers, no identifying bumper stickers on my car. I never look at the person that I'm furious at. Uh, I, I just yell. That's how I let off steam as I yell. When my nieces are in the car, I manage to stifle the yelling. When the dog is in the car, sometimes I forget, though now she's half deaf, so I guess I could go back to yelling. But yes, road rage is its a re- very real challenge in my life. I'm, I'll just readily admit it's one of my many flaws is that I get road rage, and I can't, I don't even know how to not. <laughs> After the pandemic, when I hadn't driven on the highway for two months, and I got back on the highway, I thought... I'm so grateful to be driving again that I will never again experience road rage. That's it. The thankfulness will, this will last. This this euphoria about driving Princess Leia at, at speeds higher than 35 miles per hour, it's going to last forever. Take a while, guess how long it lasted. Jay, you know me well, but just be careful how you answer, please, because you'll hurt my feelings. I would say maybe a little bit. I do remember the roads being open then, but I'm sure it wasn't too quick. You know, so, you should try. So how long? I would say maybe like, I don't know, a month or two. Mm, thank you for thinking so highly of me. Nope, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should try waving. You ever done that? Like, I just, just don't want to acknowledge the idiot drivers. Right, but you do a little like a, like a smile, but a sarcastic a smile. Up. And like, a, that's what I do sometimes, actually. A thumbs up. Because what are they going to do? They're going to get upset. Thumbs up. You can't be like, oh, they gave me the, like, no, I didn't give you the finger. I just said, hey. Like, but they might mistake it for the finger. Right, but you're not giving the finger. Plus, these days, you don't know who's driving with pot in their car and not in full possession of their senses. I smell it all the time in cars yeah. around me. But also, you don't know who might be experiencing a little road rage of their own. I just, I don't give tr- it a thumbs up. Uh, okay. Thumbs up can be interpreted in many ways. You know that to be true. Anyway, I just yell. Like I said, I don't I don't acknowledge that you had anything on me. And I definitely do not use gestures or bumper stickers. That's my formula. But I'm allowed to yell when I'm in the car by myself. And the words that come out of my mouth, if there's no one around to hear them, it's like a tree falling in the woods. So it's, it's totally fine. It's just how I let off steam. Loud noises. It's after hours. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, it's scary. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. We've got the funniest poll up on our Twitter account. And if you want to, many of you are weighing in on Facebook without the actual post. What do you call it, dressing or stuffing? Jay swears he's never heard the word dressing before. No, not to describe stuffing. Not as an alternative for that. I just, it's stuffing. That's what I always just knew it to be. Do you I, always put it in the turkey? Yeah. You yeah. guys have never cooked any of the stuffing outside the turkey. I don't know. Meaning you don't have leftover stuffing. I, I really don't know. I mean, I don't I don't handle any of the, the cooking business on Thanksgiving. This might be the day to start. Eh, maybe. You're eating it, aren't you? Yeah, I eat do it. Do you do dishes afterwards? I'll help with the dishes. Yes, and I'll set the table. Okay, a little bit of redeeming grace there for producer Jay. And he sets the table. Okay, I feel a little bit better about the fact that he does zero cooking, but uh, eats it all. <laughs> you could stir the gravy, for heaven's sakes. I suppose, but taken care of. <laughs> By someone else who is around to cook and serve me. Someone who's more qualified to stir <laughs> the gravy. 
does not take a qualification. It's a little bit like making ramen noodles. It's the basis of cooking. It's like putting milk in a bowl to go with your cereal. Stirring the gravy. That sounds like it could be messed up. All right. So sad that Jay and I are not celebrating Thanksgiving together. Uh, we've got a poll up on Twitter after our CBS, or as I say, you can weigh in on Facebook. What do you call it, dressing or stuffing? In my family, we call it dressing, regardless of how it's cooked. So don't give me some lecture about the technical terms for it. Jay never heard the other term, and we call it dressing regardless. My mom always calls it dressing. Uh, and so that's mom's side of the family, Northeast Ohio. Maybe it's more of a Midwestern thing. Don't know. But the poll is up on Twitter. And then we're asking you you to tell us your favorite food on the Thanksgiving dinner table and just look for Snoopy. He's so happy. He's already moved on to leftovers and sandwiches. And Peppermint Patty, she's she's stunned by his his range of motion. Uh, so I'll retweet that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's cute. It's the peanuts. I feel like you can't have, um, you can't have Thanksgiving talk without the peanuts. They're some of my favorite goofballs on the planet, the goofballs ever created. So yeah, check it out. And then uh, on our Facebook page, too, we're, we're seeing all of your responses. So it's really cool to be able to share them and to communicate with you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you for joining us. I will be here on Thursday night to talk football. But right now, we're going to talk baseball. No, I totally made that up. <laughs> I, totally, I was so excited. I was like, oh, a smooth transition. This hour, we are going to bring a, just, it's like a I, like baseball three, sometimes sucks. <laughs> three second baseball snippet that you have to hear, but I swear that's not where I was going. <sighs> there goes the perfect show. No, screw that. There goes the perfect segment. <laughs> I was I was so close. Jay's trying to redeem me. It's not working. It, there's no there's no going back. Can we just can we dump that, please? What? For past time. What if what if okay. <clears throat> What if, just for the sake of argument, uh, we had allowed that? What if I had not listened to that one particular Aaron Rodgers soundbite that somehow still featured a word that we cannot use on the radio? And you had played it on the radio. Would you have, in fact, hit the dump button when he dropped the word that you're not supposed to say on the radio? Yeah, I would have had to. Right. So you can't dump it for me, but you could dump for Aaron Rodgers? No, I can. But once you go past a certain amount of time, it will not dump that portion anymore. So. Mm. It has to be like real quick. Uh, here's the thing about producer Jay, and I actually have a dump button too, though I'm I'm not supposed to use it except for dire emergencies. But I've used it before. Producer Jay will dump when he makes a mistake. <laughs> I've literally <gasps> oh, never had you. That's not true. Don't you dare lie. You sometimes play the wrong cut and then you dump. That's I mean, fair, but that's not like that me is, covering no, up my like. Yes, that's just trying to make it sound good. Whose mistake is it if it wasn't yours? I, I, I'm just making it sound like I like say something and dump it. No, I like, didn't make it sound like that. No. I said when producer Jay makes a mistake, he dumps it so that it doesn't go over the air. True or yeah, not true? Yes, that's true. Okay, but when I make a mistake, nah. It's a little different. <laughs> oh, it's a little different. He's <laughs> you see what I have to work with? You see. When I make a mistake, he hangs me out to dry. Just give me like a dump signal. When he makes a what's the dump signal exactly? We got to make one. No, we don't need to make a dump signal. That scares me altogether. I actually used the, the hashtag photo dump in one of my tweets on Thursday and uh, I'm sorry, on Tuesday. And the second I did, of course, I got a couple of gross responses because boys are gross. Okay, not all boys, a lot of boys. But when it comes to poop jokes, boys are gross. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. On that note, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've already made bazillions of mistakes on this show. So what are you going to do? You're just going to be thankful that you have a job. That's what you're going to do if you're me. Happy Thanksgiving.
<laughs> I meant to say ba- uh, to say basketball, and I said baseball instead uh, because Ben Simmons returned to Philadelphia on on uh, Tuesday night, and he was greeted royally with boos until he wasn't. You guys, this is so hysterical. Why are we so fickle as fans? And I'm definitely referring to Philadelphia Sixers fans right now. There was a sellout crowd of twenty thousand plus, but I could imagine this happening in really any arena. They booed him every time he touched the ball. When he was announced, when he was on the court, he was hearing it from the fans. Overwhelming majority of them are booing him until he gets to the free throw line and misses two in a row. And then listen to what happened. Second on the way is no good long. Rebounded by Harold. <laughs> and everybody also gets chicken. So that's, that's another reason why they're cheering. You are sellouts. Not just that, but you're frauds in Philadelphia. You booed him until you got free chicken because he missed two free throws, and then you started cheering. What happened to you taking a hard line stance on Ben Simmons? Then you're cheering because you get free chicken. That's amazing. And and again, they're not alone in that. Most arenas would cheer for free chicken. Come on, Philly. Come on. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, Chris Carino with Nets Radio. Ben actually said he believed the booze would be louder and that he did hear a few nice words. I don't know how he heard those, but maybe during the whole free chicken thing, he heard a few nice words as in thank you, Ben, or something along those lines. Uh, The Nets definitely wanted to win for him. They did. Uh, It didn't work out. He was scoreless in the fourth quarter, only had two points in the second half. Uh, And so, yeah, the, the Sixers prevailed even without their top guys in Joel Embiid and James Harden and said it was Tobias Harris, 24 points and six boards. The whole group did a great job defensively of being able to create some turnovers and allow us to get out in transition. In the half court, we, we just did a really good job of moving that basketball and getting some open looks. And it's contagious. The guys that we have out there on the court are um, amazing players who everyone has a, a story and a journey of how they fought for this position, of where they're at. Tobias Harris was leading the charge. And yes, the Sixers were shorthanded, but in this case, they refused to lose because they had to hand it to Ben Simmons, who sat out all of last season, was never going to play for the Sixers again, ultimately got traded to the Nets, didn't get on the court then either. But it's amazing how Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving already have his back, right? So uh, they said, too, that they wanted him to win. Uh, KD had 20, Kyrie had 23. It's an element of sports that I do actually appreciate. It may be your fiercest rival, and sure, old habits and old feelings die hard. We do carry grudges as humans, but when they're on your team, well, that's your guy, right? That's what you got to do. You got to defend the jersey. You got to defend anybody who's wearing the jersey. And and Ben didn't say a whole lot negative. I think he it behooves him to take the high road. Uh, he did say that, his time in Philadelphia will always be a part of who he was. We shared a lot of moments here, um, a lot of ups and downs. You know, this is where I was, you know, I became a man, I feel like. So, um, you know, I've, I've always, you know, had a lot of respect for, uh, for Philly in that way and, and the fan base, you know, it's a special fan base. Um, but I got a lot of love for Philly. <laughs> 
Well, I can't go too much longer because we have a guest in our next segment. But if you didn't see what happened with Patrick Beverly, uh, the Lakers, and, and, and I'm here I am referring to guys sticking up for anybody who's in their own uniform, uh, it's Okay, I'm just going to admit it. I laughed. Uh, It's a moment that you'll probably be seeing. You can find it on our show Twitter after our CBS, or you can Google it. There was a hard foul by Devin Booker against Austin Eves. And Austin ends up hitting the ground, right? So as he's lying there on the ground, DeAndre Ayton is standing over him, essentially in Superman pose. He's, He's standing over him, Taunting. He's posturing over the top of him. Patrick Beverly doesn't like it. Take their ass home. So Beverly decides to take his ass to the ground, pardon my language, and he gets a bit of a jogging start, and he slams into Aiton. Now, come on, Aiton's 6'10", and so there's no way that Aiton didn't flop. You're just going to have to see the video. Aiton clearly flopped. His legs go flying up in the air like he's on the soccer pitch. But anyway, the point is, Patrick Beverly who used to hate the Lakers, is now a Laker and is protecting his teammate. Kind of got out of control after the, the stare down at Austin Reeves by Book, then another stare down by Aiden, and the refs didn't really come in and kind of break it up. So, uh, you know, I'm not going for that You know, so uh, uh, that's, what I, that's what I saw. Obviously, uh, um, it's unfortunate that it happened on national TV. I'm a big fan of protecting my teammates, and uh, yes. I'm a big fan of a, I'm a, I'm a foxhole guy. And, uh, you know, I put on a jersey and I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of my motto. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a foxhole guy. So very unfortunate situation, though. Felt like he was standing standing over him, over Austin. And, you know, he did what he should do is, is having his teammates back. So, um, you know, we never going to let anyone stand over our teammate, uh, you know, and make, make them feel like they're not a man. Like, that's that's – like, disrespectful, you know, yes. in a sense. So, um, just having each other's back. Um, I think that's all it was. If someone challenges you and they're challenging your teammate, and how would that look? If they knock Austin down, walk over him, and no one comes over to do anything, or no one comes over to help him up or rally around him, and uh, you know that would look terrible. Uh, so. It is what it is, and you know we, we we try to play as legal as possible. But make no mistake about it, we're gonna have each other's back. That's just who we're gonna be and who we are. Oh, it took 15 seconds before my respect for Darvin Ham just went through the roof. And you heard Anthony Davis before that. If someone's gonna stand over our teammate, we're gonna get his back. Do you guys remember it was was it two years ago, two seasons ago when Ben Roethlisberger was getting knocked to the ground over and over again, and his Offensive linemen weren't going to pick him up, and they weren't standing up for him, and it became a real topic in Pittsburgh. Why aren't they picking their quarterback up? Why aren't they defending him? Why aren't they going back at guys? Well, could you imagine if this was the case on the football field? Quarterback gets knocked over. Defensive lineman stands over top of him. Of course you're going to get somebody run up to him and, and say, get off my quarterback. So I'm with I'm with the Lakers in this one. I, I get that Patrick Beverly has a reputation, but man, if you don't want to get knocked over, then don't posture on the top of Austin Reeves. I don't care if Austin Reeves isn't the, a superstar. Just go, go take your posturing elsewhere.
All right. Coming up, Jerry Palm. We've managed to rope him into a live interview on this Thanksgiving Eve. And I already told him, or producer Jay told him, we're not going to get all technical and crazy. Don't do any prep. We're going to talk. Yes, college football playoff rankings. We'll talk a little bit Ohio State and Michigan. But then Thanksgiving, of course. So we're excited to talk to Jerry next. After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. have learned um, you know so much over you know my time here at Ohio State about what this tradition means to so many uh, across the country and that's why we work the game so hard and take a lot of pride in being our best here and this is our number one goal every season. They got great players we got great players they have great coaches we have great coaches they have players with Heisman habits we have players with Heisman habits and 
congratulations. I'll be grateful for having the opportunity to play in this kind of big game. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Ryan Day versus Jim Harbaugh. Ohio State hosting at the Horseshoe in this classic rivalry game against Michigan coming up on Saturday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. No more talking from me. Well, I, I got to ask some questions, but so excited to welcome our friend Jerry Palm, a college sports insider. Uh, he calls himself a geek, but I kind of feel like nerd is more appropriate, and I say that with all of the affection I can possibly muster. He's my favorite nerd. Jerry Palm joining us now because he's got a full day, right? You're doing other interviews. You're in hot demand yeah it's a busy time of year the last (laughs) week of the regular season for college football and uh, a lot gets decided this weekend obviously not conference championships uh, but who will play for them does get decided Uh, there'll be playoff implications there'll be implications for the other new year six bowl game uh, and just bowl eligibility we have a team in a bowl already Uh, what miami of ohio (laughs) miami ohio beat ball state last night and accepted the birth to the Bahamas Bowl for the Mac. So I mean, who wouldn't accept a bowl game? Yeah, who wouldn't accept a bid to the Bahamas Bowl? Really? Okay, yeah, they were very <laughs> excited. Yeah, that, that was that was a winner take all game. The winner was going to the Bahamas Bowl. So, mm-hmm. um, and, but most of the bowls don't get um, announced until after the championship game, so December fourth. Uh, but the Bahamas Bowl gets to announce early because they've got some logistical things to do to get people sure. into a foreign country. Sure. Top four teams in the college football playoff rankings remain the same. They are the undefeateds in FBS. So we've got uh, the Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and this incredible battle between Ohio State and Michigan coming up on Saturday. All the rage, obviously. Here's my question, Jerry. What happens with the loser of this game in terms of the playoff implications? Well, probably not much because the Big Ten this year – outside of those two, and Penn State has been really mediocre. Uh, so much so that my school, Purdue, might actually get to play for the title as a 30-point underdog, probably, <laughs> against one of those two teams. Oh, no. So, so, but that's, you know, it's been more likely Iowa. Still, 30, Iowa, Iowa was so bad offensively for the first two months of this season that People were wondering why they didn't fire their offensive coordinator. Well, he's the son of the head coach. you know. So there was a lot talked about Iowa for the first two months. Now they're actually the favorite to get to the title game to play Ohio State or Michigan. So the loser has got a strength of schedule problem because other than Penn State, they haven't been able to beat anybody good. Ohio State has a win over Notre Dame. So they've got the better case uh, as an 11-1 and team versus Michigan who played, you know, three uh, – well, UConn actually had a surprisingly good year, but they're six and six, and the other two are among the worst in, in uh, FBS. So, it's their strength of schedule is going to hold them down for sure. Uh, but Ohio State's got that problem as well, to to a lesser degree. So, uh, its winner is in the playoff, and the loser is certainly out. Jerry Palm is with us from where are you this morning, Jer? I am at home. Are you okay? Indiana. All right, yeah, in the region. <laughs> So do you call it dressing or stuffing? Uh, I actually kind of call it both. Um, 
I guess I call it stuffing if it's definitely stuffed in the turkey. All but, right. Uh, Leave it I, to Jerry I, to be I, I technical about it. <laughs> I use them interchangeably. Oh, okay, got it. Because my mom's whole side of the family is from Northeast Ohio, so kind of the Midwest, and we're hearing from a lot of people who call it dressing there. We call it dressing regardless of how it's prepared. It's just dressing in the turkey, dressing stuffed in the turkey. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I just I, – I, I use them interchangeably. You uh, eat not, it. Uh, you don't necessarily yeah. have to identify it. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Right, so we talk about Ohio State-Michigan and that big game that's coming up and certainly conference championships. Is there anything that you know for sure about the college football playoff or is everything still on the table? Well, unless Georgia loses to Georgia Tech, they're in. Uh, They could lose to LSU in the SEC championship game. They will still be in. Uh, So that's the one team that we know for sure is going to play in the college football playoff. Barring, you know, like this massive upset. Um, and that's going to be true of the Ohio State-Michigan winner as well. Uh, that team will also be in, barring, you know, a massive upset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those, those, are the, those are the sure things after that. It gets a little sketchy. What happens if TCU loses, um, especially if they lose a the conference championship game? Because being a conference champion is, is criteria, in a sense, for the um, uh, college football playoff committee. Uh, conference champion gets some priority uh, in tie-breaking type situations that they're evaluating teams. So uh, it is important. Being 12-1 and and a conference champion is better than 12-1 and and not a conference Mm -hmm. champion in this situation. So what happens if TCU loses? Can USC finish the job uh, for the Pac-12 and put them in the playoff for the first time in 2016, I think? It's been a while. Washington, I think, was the last team. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of uh, doubt still, um, things that can happen. But there's really only the six teams, I think, that have uh, a legitimate shot at the playoff without okay. some Armageddon scenario. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you next. What's the lowest team down that would have a shot at the playoff? But you're telling me LSU, USC, yeah. who are 5-6, and six, are really the only other options yeah. unless yeah, everything blows up? I don't, I don't even know yeah. how that would happen. Yeah, I mean, an LSU has to beat Georgia, so good luck with that. But, um, but uh, Clemson at twelve and one, the ACC is really down this year. Plus, they lost to Notre Dame, which is the best team they will have played. Uh, it's going to be hard for Clemson to get in at twelve and one. Uh, they're going to need a lot of help, and probably help that's not realistic. Mm. Jerry Palm is with us on this Thanksgiving Eve. Do you guys have a bunch of Thanksgiving prep to do today? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be shopping for last minute ingredients Whoa. we forgot to get. You know, it's uh, some of the uh, desserts are gonna get made today. My daughter likes to bake, so yes, so she's gonna she's gonna be doing it. The boys are coming. Uh, Carson's already here. My Good. son's from Purdue, so the other the other boys are coming today. So. It's, going to be a full house. Uh, well, you tell your daughter that she and I share that because that's what I'll be doing on Wednesday as well. Uh, good to spend a couple minutes with Jerry Palm. We don't want to keep it too technical, though. we got a lot still to come in college football, and we'll see how this rivalry weekend plays out in championship weekend. How are you feeling about the Chicago Bears and this new-look offense for Justin Fields on the run? Well, it's about time. I mean, that's that's the strength of this quarterback right now. He's he, he could become a better passer, and it would help if he had an offensive line that could pass protect and receivers that were better than they have. But, you know, they could build that around him, you know, in the offseason. But in the meantime, the best thing they can do is, is give him the freedom to run the ball, and, and he's very good at that. It's a, 
it's a much better offense suited to him. And you got to give the coaches credit if they had that lengthy time between games. It wasn't really a buy, but called it like a mini buy. Uh, but they took that time to evaluate what they were doing offensively and made a change to better suit their personnel. That's what good coaches do. So, you know, they still got, you know, it's still roster still isn't good enough to win a lot of games, but they're a lot more fun to watch now. Mm. Okay, a couple of questions we're posing to our listeners tonight. What's the one Thanksgiving dish that must be there to complete the table, Jer? Oh, um, gosh. You mean besides the turkey? Well, no, you can say turkey if that's your fave. If the bird is uh, no. the fave, then uh, actually, for me, it's dessert. I really, I really <laughs> enjoy the pumpkin pie. That's awesome. I like it. So uh, this year, I'm not making a pie, which is really strange for me because normally I'm the pie person. But I'm going with oatmeal butterscotch cookies. They're very festive. They're a hit, Ooh. and they've got the orange chips, which fits. And I'm making an apple crisp in a crock pot, which was a big hit last year. Uh, uh, it would be. They didn't. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, it actually took me 20 minutes to pick the kind of ice cream. I don't know what that says about me. I had more trouble picking out the ice cream. There's so many different varieties of vanilla. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I wasn't asked to bring a pie. I almost feel like I'm losing an appendage or I'm missing an arm or something. No pie for you, me this year. You could, sure, you bring one anyway. I, that's true. I could. I could bring one. But you it's know me, like Jerry. It's not like it's not, yeah, they'll eat it. Yeah, that's true. Bring one anyway. <laughs> that's true. Here's the thing, though. I would have to be very careful about transporting these into my friend's home because you know me. I'm a klutz. And if I tried to carry all three desserts <laughs> all at once, something would hit the pavement. So yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. take multiple trips. Yes, going to have to be very careful. All right. And this is a goofy one, but I just I know you. You come through in the clutch. Who's your favorite character from the Peanuts? Oh, um, <laughs> Charlie Brown. I identified with him more. Uh <laughs> But I'm a big penis person. In fact, one of the things that we do at Thanksgiving is that as an appetizer, we have toast, popcorn, pretzels, and jelly beans <gasps> sitting out as, an, as the appetizer for Thanksgiving because that's, of course, the dinner that Charlie Brown first served for Thanksgiving. So, that's, so yeah, I'm a big penis guy, and, uh, and Charlie Brown is the one I identify with the most. Is his sister ever going to let him kick that darn football? No. no. <laughs> it wouldn't be the no. same. My favorite's Pigpen. Don't you just love how the cloud yeah. follows him everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can always find him on the screen. Yes, you yeah. definitely can. Oh, Jerry, you're such a good sport. Uh, I know you're busy and you have other interviews because I was perusing your Twitter. You can follow Jerry on Twitter at JP Palm CBS. Uh, you're a good sport. You're a lot of fun. Thank you for getting up early for us. And have a great oh. Thanksgiving, Jer, with the fam. Yeah, you too. Nice to talk to you. Yes, you too. Tell Vicky we said hello. I will. Thanks. All right. So it's Thanksgiving Eve and Jerry's game. Uh, the, the peanuts we were talking about earlier just because they seem to fit around the holidays. <laughs> and, and, of course, the sides or the dishes. You've got the peanuts gif with our question on this edition of the show. I mean, we're getting inundated with your answers. Here's what I say to producer Jay all the time. Why do I bother talking about sports when you all care far more what I have to say about food and flowers animals. and family and animals? I'm just going to start a show that is everything but sports. Are you in, Erica Herskowitz? Can you talk about family and food and flowers with me? That is a billion percent yes. <laughs> People are kind of meh on my sports stuff, but when it comes to the other stuff, like pictures of my dog, oh, all over yeah. it. <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me, and I'm in. Let me know when and where. All right, good. She'll show up. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you. Good to have you with us on this Thanksgiving Eve. Are you also cooking? I am not cooking. No? No. Are you eating? 
Um, I'm sure I'll eat. (laughs) (laughs) No, this year I'm off the hook, so I'm not cooking this year, which is really nice. I'm going to visit my brother, and then on Friday I'm going to order in some food for the rest of the family. Oh, very good. Well, it's good to hear your voice. That makes me happy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your whole family. You too. Thank you. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Podcast. Second and goal at the three. Barkley to the right of Jones. Jones takes the snap. Student body right. Jones goes in for the touchdown on Daniel Jones' touchdown run, his fourth of the season. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40, Pollard, 20, 10, Pollard. Uncle, 68 to Tony Pollard on third and 15. Good night, nurse. Our goal, obviously, coming in is to win this division, and this is uh, a, a step at it. Um, getting two games on the team um, and uh, moving forward upon to the other division games after that. But, uh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, this is everything is in front of us, uh, and it starts with Thursday once again and us just controlling what we can. It's a huge opportunity for us. It's a divisional game. Uh, against a rival and, and uh, on Thanksgiving. So huge game, huge opportunity for us. And, uh, you know, we've got to go out and, and uh, play our best ball, play as well as we can, and, um, you know, see how it goes. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We are working our way backwards. We started with the Vikings and Patriots game. We did a preview of that earlier on the show. You can grab the podcast, AfterHoursAmyLawrence.com. Now you hear uh, the Giants Radio Network with Bob Papa and then Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. They are flying high. Although I guess it's been a bit of a seesaw affair the last two weeks against the NFC North. Well, as you hear Dak say, now they're back in division, and this is where the battle for the NFC East really begins. Dak Prescott along with Daniel Jones, it's a big stage. It's a great stage. I am all about the Thanksgiving football, and I know many of you are too, and there's something different about it. It's not just your run-of-the-mill Sunday game. No, this is it's not even a game where you can complain about a short work week because it's Thanksgiving. 
That Cowboys defense just stymied the Vikings, as in smothered and and stingy and embarrassed and humiliated the Vikings offense with all of its weapons. So what about that defense now for you, Brian Dayball? They've done it to everybody. They did it to us the first game. Um, they did it last week. I mean, they've done it to everybody. They're, they have dynamic players, and, and they get after the passer. I went back to look at the numbers from the first Cowboys-Giants game. Only 336 yards of offense for New York. The interception thrown by Daniel Jones, and he was under duress the whole time. Five sacks, 12 quarterback hits of Daniel Jones. So when he wasn't getting sacked, he was getting hit. Battered and bruised. So, yes, the Dallas defense is a major weapon, but so is the offense, actually. If you think about it, uh, what we saw against the Minnesota Vikings on the road in Minneapolis, the four total touchdowns between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And Dak says, heck no, it's not awkward for the two of them to be sharing duties. Zeke cares about this team's overall success. Uh, he just cares about winning, and uh, I just know how important that is, and that's how he's always been when, since, he, since the time we both stepped into this, uh, into this locker room. So, I mean, as he's getting older and you've got, you've got a guy like that that you can split carries with and feel comfortable about him coming in and continuing to do what you've done, um, I think that speaks to Tony's production. Um, Zeke doesn't mind uh, getting a breather and staying fresh when he knows the guy's going to come in and uh, do everything that he's asked to do. Also, because it was Tuesday, <laughs> Jerry Jones made his appearance on our Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fan with Sean and RJ, and he essentially told them, I can do and say whatever I want. That's the beauty of being the GM and the owner. And so then reporters trotted back to Dak Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott to ask him, how do you feel about Jerry saying the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders? I mean... He says a lot of crazy stuff. That's not even the craziest thing that he said is essentially Dak's response. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Allen puts McKenzie in motion over the right side. Now the snap. Josh wants to throw. Scans the end zone. Fires him in. Don't got a man wide open. It is caught. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown, Bills. They take the lead with 14 seconds left in the first half. Golf up under center. He turns, gives Jamal Williams, bounces it outside right into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Number three on the day for Jamal. Well, this is going to be a doozy, too, because you've got the Red Hot Lions with Dan Miller there on Lions Radio. Jamal Williams coming off a performance against those Giants with three touchdowns. He now leads the NFL with a dozen this season. And you've got the Bills, who finally get a victory in Detroit, so they're comfortable there after beating the Browns last week. It was a slow start, but they did find their footing. Uh, Josh Allen still wearing a sleeve on his throwing arm during practice. How's he feel with the elbow? Still working through it. I just trust in what you know our training staff's saying. Bit of a walkthrough today, so um, obviously no chance of contact or anything like that. So just trying to get out here and, and get comfortable without throwing it now. Who knows, game time, if I'm wearing one or not, I guess we'll uh, we'll take that day by day. Josh is getting back in the flow of things. He's looking great. So um, just trying to continue that. You know what I'm saying? Him, him, uh, keeping him in a good space is, is all that matters. You know, that's our guy, and uh, we riding with him. So, you know, he's, he's, playing, he's playing well and uh, trying to continue it, you know, keeping that, keeping that good thing flowing, like the snowball effect. Once you go downhill uh, the right way, more mm -hmm. good things happen. 
That's right. Bill's Mafia, ride or die on Thanksgiving against the Red Hot Lions. I'm just saying, it may sound weird, but just keep trying it on for size. It's actually going to be a load for the Buffalo defense to be able to corral that Lions offense. They average better than 130 yards per game, and Vaughn Miller is not taking them lightly. This Detroit uh, Lions team is, is a tough team. You know, led by you know, um, Coach Campbell. He's an Aggie, so I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Um, <laughs> Big fan of Jerry Goff as well. As well. Um, this this uh, this whole team. They, I don't think the record is a, shows a, a clear indicator of you know what type of football team that they are. I think they follow their, their coach's lead, and he's a he's a tough guy for sure. You can see the way they play. You can you know see how they finish each and every play. So there's going to be a hornet's nest for sure. And um, we just gotta you know do what we do, play Buffalo Bills football, and I think we'll be all right. That was one of the first things I thought of after this game on the plane ride home is like, man, this place is going to be, because it's been good. I mean, it's been electric, and I can only imagine now. Um, I, I already know. It's it's going to be on fire. So, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's going to be great. We were talking about it last night. Yeah, coming off three-game win streak at home. I know what this game means to the city of Detroit. It's been here every year and playing a good opponent. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun, and, and we look forward to seeing those guys out there. Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, can't wait to be back home. Buffalo, Detroit is how they start things off. 12.30 Detroit time. That's 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. All right, a couple of uh, anti-Thanksgiving themes. Don't be like this on Thanksgiving. First of all, Alec Manoa was a guest on Serge Ibaka's podcast, and he was asked, who is the biggest cheater in baseball? Who is the worst cheater in the baseball story? Uh, uh, Garrett Cole. <laughs> Garrett Cole, what he did? Yeah, he cheated. He used a lot of, like, sticky stuff Yeah. to make his pitches better. Wow. And he, uh, <laughs> he kind of got caught out, caught out on it. Okay. Yeah. So this one's for you. That's one, that big one. You, that's a, I, I, Serge Ibaka. the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> calls, calls. <laughs> Serge Ibaka and Alec Manoa call Garrett Cole the worst cheater in baseball in history. Sake. That's on the How Hungry Are You podcast with Sportsnet. Finally, again, we're not hating. It's Thanksgiving. Put your grudges aside. But Kevin Durant knows they are the villains in the NBA. Nobody likes Ben. Nobody <laughs> likes Kai. Nobody likes myself. So it might be like that every road arena. You know what I'm saying? So this is something we got to deal with. <laughs> Is he wrong? The, uh, truth is the best defense, is it not? Nobody likes Ben. Nobody likes Kai. Nobody likes myself. Who cares? <laughs> Except for on Thanksgiving. Kumbaya, Kevin Durant. I will even put aside my feelings about the Brooklyn Nets for Thanksgiving. <gasps> this is my last few seconds before the football and the food, but I will be back after the football and the food. I might have to roll myself through the door. I might have to, I don't know, somehow. Maybe I'll just bring leftovers. But I'll be here on Thanksgiving night to talk about football. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk soon. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 